Hello and welcome to the Kitchen Witch Energy Shift Podcast. My name is Michelle Berry and I had one of these mornings and I know you can relate. You wake up at 3 a.m. and your mind starts racing and before you know it, it's two hours later and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I didn't get any sleep. I really should get this last hour of sleep in before I have to get up and you know, that's what I did. When that 3.30 or 3.45 rolls around and you're still awake and full of ideas and energy, you think to yourself, I should just get up. I should, I mean, um, you know, I got all this energy. I should just get up. Then you talk yourself out of it because you know you're going to be exhausted by 9 a.m. Oh, the game that we play with the thoughts. But my thoughts this morning were going to, of course, this podcast because I really do live in this, this energy, this Kitchen Witch energy bubble I guess I'm thinking about it all the time and I love it honestly I love talking about plant-based food I love talking about energy and this the the unseen world and how we can you know manipulate energy I don't like that word I keep using it but it's transforming it's transforming and transmuting energy to what we want it to be and how our how we can use it. I find that fascinating because I, in my first, I would say, <laughs> my first 40 years of life, maybe, I didn't realize I'd had the power to change the energy. I thought that I was receiving, I had to take in what was being uh, sent to me, meaning energetically and be, to, be from work, from the weather, like everything. I felt like every single thing was something that came at me and then I would have to figure out how to, you know, work through it. So I was always on this, is it defense? Yeah, I was always on defense, never really um, projecting out what I wanted because I just didn't think that that was possible. I never let my mind go to that place. So that's why once I discovered that, oh my gosh, no, it's, I can do whatever I want, all, this is all up to me. This is all up to me, how my life goes and the things I do. If I want to move to Spain or if I want to dye my hair purple, I mean, all these things that I never let myself even imagine to do or just my own limiting beliefs. And that, that gets used a lot, limiting beliefs, because it's true. You're limiting your your world by what you're thinking and what your beliefs are that you can do. So that's why I'm so kind of obsessed with my podcast and my course and, you know, creating a school that I want to create on plant-based eating and the power of plants and, you know, teaching people, mainly women, because women are more stuck, I think, you look around it like the the world is pretty well run by men and it's because they have a very different energy and they go and get it. They don't really, not to say men don't have a second thought, but in general, the masculine energy is conquer, take it, you know, just go out there and get it. Like don't stop, th- don't stop reasoning about it. Just go get it, go get what you want. And as women, we're more hmm, timid, you know, And again, I'm not broad brushing everybody, but in general, we are more uh, safe. We're more into security. 
I mean, generally, you know, if you go back in time, you know, where we have the children, we want safety, warmth, safety, comfort, home, security. So we can care for our children. That was, I think that's in our DNA. So it's understandable that I'm talking to women more than men because we, you can relate, we can relate to this um, feeling of wanting to stay safe, play, play life safe and not go after your dreams because it's selfish and you might, I don't know, lose that safety and security. So it's a very different mindset shift. And that's why mindset work is so hot right now. It's so hot because it's huge. It's such a huge transformation. It's, it's life-changing. It opens up an entire new world. It's very, very exciting, especially (laughs) women like me who are in midlife when we're, we're just like, we have, we never allowed ourselves to, to think beyond having a comfortable home and a steady paycheck and happy and healthy children. And yeah, we didn't really go beyond that. So here we are now experiencing this new open road in front of us and a lot of people, a lot of content out there. It's, I mean, it's great. There's a lot of it that is talking about mindset, manifesting, um, transformational, you know, thought work and energy work, and it's fantastic. So we have the resources, and it's very exciting. It's a very, very exciting time. <clears throat> and that's probably why I, I live, I pretty much live in this energy, and I'm, I get excited to talk to you about it. Because I experienced that feeling, that excitement, and that I thought was lost to me forever. I, I didn't, didn't know that there was so much exciting things after 40 or after 50, you know, I never thought that growing up. So anyways, this podcast, this today, I thought could be extremely polarizing because I was really heated this morning at 3.30 when I was thinking about how limited we are as in general as thinkers about food. I went out to uh, eat with my husband Tuesday night, last night. And typical, you know, all-American restaurants, basic stuff on the menu. But usually I can get a vegan me- veganized meal. Usually I can ask the waitress, you know, ask the chef or the cook, you know, if they could just do this, swap this, do that. And I know in my, I know it's not like extreme vegan because a lot of things are cooked in like a, a chicken stock and egg batter and what you know, I just do my best. So whatever. I don't have any allergies or anything. I'm plant-based. I'm vegan because for animals, I'm really not doing it for my health, which that's just a a benefit to how I feel about not harming animals. So it just happens. That's what it is. So if there's some egg on my breadcrumbed um, cauliflower, I'll I'll be okay. So anyways... (laughs) Long story short, it came out really like basically lettuce and cucumber on a pita pocket with some olives. And I thought, what? And I never, I re- rarely put take back food. I usually pick through the entree and I'll just pick out things and whatever. But this one, this particular evening, <laughs> I opened up that wrap and I, I looked at it and I, I said, no way, they can do better than this. This is you know, come on, put some effort in, please put some effort in. So 
the waitress came back. She looked at, kind of looked at me and she looked at the, the plate and the, she kind of just tell oh, this wasn't going to go well. So she said, everything okay? And I said, I just thought they could, you know, maybe put some mushrooms or some other vegetables in there, you know, something. If I'm not putting chicken and cheese in there, which I know are expensive items, can't you just? I'm thinking, this is easy. Red pepper, um, mushroom, you know, whatever, zucchini, I don't know, broccoli, anything, cauliflower. And, and the waitress, you know, I felt for her because she doesn't, clearly, she doesn't know what vegan is or plant-based is. And, you know, I could see it. So she went back to the kitchen. She went back a couple times. <laughs> I was starting to get embarrassed for myself because I'm thinking, I don't normally do this. But I felt in some ways it was important for her to know you know, what if there was a dairy allergy or what if there was somebody who just was more extreme than me and just wanted a little bit more care taken in their meal? I thought it could be good for her, you know, for her. I was very, we were very nice. We left a generous tip like we always do. We, you know, we had to talk about it later. And she, she said, I'm so sorry. She apologized a million times. And, you know, I didn't go in the, the restaurant expect it like I didn't expect to have this conference you know it wasn't a confrontation this like kind of I guess disappointment because <laughs> I can I you know it's been over seven years now and I've I'm fine I've never whatever so I thought about it and I keep so you know what what this episode was really going to be about it was going to be about a week ago I already just dis- decided that I want to do an episode on <clears throat> restriction can equal expansion so this kind of ties in with that because by the world in general closing their mind off to the fact that a good meal doesn't have to include meat and cheese or meat and dairy or any animal products at all, that the, the world is still that way that the entire menu besides the salad is basically has to have an animal product on it just kind of blows my mind and honestly I think I just got I got angry about it I'm thinking here we are 2023 and I can't ask for a plant-based meal you know what is going on and I thought I, I I look at it and I think you know when I went reluctantly reluctantly weirdly I went vegan seven years ago i very much thought about it as extremely restrictive, extremely. If you talked to me 10 years ago, I would have thought, no flipping way was I going to give up meat and dairy. You've got to be kidding. And I was closed-minded. I was, you know, I never let myself look at where my food came from. I never allowed myself to take that piece of meat or piece of chicken or, you know, glass of milk I never looked at where it came from. I never looked at the story behind the food I was putting into my body. And but once I did, I couldn't once I did, it was just like, oh my gosh, wow, I can't. It it just wi- rewired. Everything just got all the cords and wires and connections got yanked out of a certain part of my brain and it grew brand new wires. It br- it grew brand new connections and <clears throat> Hence, I don't have any desire for 
that anymore. And then the other thing I was thinking this morning, you know, with this restriction created a huge expansion for me because by eliminating meat and dairy, I had to open other doors. And I didn't know there were other doors. I didn't know there were so many other doors until I created restriction. And then I thought about, let me take that another step, couple steps forward. When we, ex- when we um, restrict, say, social media, when we restrict alcohol, when we restrict TV time or Netflix binging, when we restrict, I don't know what, I, what I'm thinking, something that we do often, when we restrict that, new doors open up. So by restricting, say, social media, you might be forced to go hiking or do a craft or build, I don't know, build a table or, I don't know, craft a, learn to paint or learn to new, new language. Like so much expansion opens up for you when you shut a door that you've been, had open and only looking through that door, walking through that one door your whole life. When you shut that door, you look around you and then you see a hundred other doors and your world begins to expand in such an amazing way. So think about too, like even having a couple of drinks on the weekend, that's something that I would do. And I know that road, it's kind of, you know, it's great. It feels relaxing. And then after the second, you kind of feel sluggish and then all the sense is kind of dull and you just, you just be tired. I mean, it can go that way or, or you can start dancing around on tables and having a great time. But by restricting that, you know, it, by shutting that part off, it forces you to say, well, now what do I do? And then if you're creative or when I say creative, I mean open-minded, I should say, you pick something else up. You maybe do something out of your routine and it expands your world. The same thing, like I said, with social media, you can put it on anything. Like if you look at your routine every week and you're bored, you keep like just looking, searching for shows on, on TV and you're just like, ah, oh, nothing looks good. And I'm so tired of, I'm getting tired of this. You can do something different. You can choose to step out of that routine and into something different. So restriction can equal expansion. I thought that is such, to me, it feels very big. <laughs> I don't, I'm, lost, I'm at a loss for words, but yeah, so the whole plant-based eating thing created a whole rich world for me. And the other thing is kind of a, I'm all over the place today because I've been up since 3 a.m. So I have a lot of thoughts. Um, <clears throat> I thought, okay, I have this witch, kitchen witch podcast and course, and I'm really into witchery. And people might look at that and label me as a little dark, I guess, or I don't know. Not, I certainly don't have any um, dark, dark spells or any evil things going on, but that can be implied or that can be, people can just label me as doing some, I guess, really weird shit maybe. But when I think about it, I'm the one who's not sacrificing animals three times a day or once a day at all. When I think about that, I'm thinking, oh, witchcraft and all that, animal sacrifices and all this weird ritual stuff. Well, majority of the world is 
they're sacrificing animals all day long in the most horrific ways. And I know you, I know people, and you're like, this is going to, this is going to shut people off me. And this is going to probably saying this might even, I'll lose people off the podcast and I'll lose people that used to be my audience. But there's another layer to this with, I don't want to apologize for who I, who I am and how I feel. My, my entire family and all my friends eat meat. I love everybody very much. And like, I don't look at them differently. I don't, judge them because I was also a meat eater but I'm also kind of I think if I have haters out there for say me calling myself a witch or practicing my craft and my witchcraft take a look at your own ritual and so granted somebody's slaughtering the animal but you're also but you're you're involved so I'm just putting that out there I Part of this podcast, and it's interesting because I'm going to a podcast conference actually tomorrow. And part of this podcast is saying what I feel, expressing myself. It's very therapeutic for me. I have to say, I'm going to be going to this conference, meeting people that some people that the conference are saying things that they they know other people want to hear, like they're catering to an audience. And there's other people at the conference that are going to be just saying whatever whatever they want, whatever is in their heart, they're talking their truth. They're not editing. They're not they're being very unapologetic about how they feel and their beliefs and their, you know, um, how they live their life and they're expressing it and they're telling with, with no apology. And I'm on that side of it. I, I say my soul feels better when I'm not holding back. Like I could not say those things about me that I consider it, like, violent. I, I could hold that back and take, edit that right out of this podcast, but that's not real. That's not being me. That's withholding something that I feel in my heart. And it's... <laughs> I want to also say that I don't judge. I try not to judge because I've been on both sides of this. So I also know that the people who do eat meat love animals. They just haven't, they, they just haven't experienced a transformation uh, mentally. It's not like um, they could never experience it because I thought I could never. Anyways, kind of going off track here, but I'm trying not to alienate my audience by talking about animals in that way, but I also want to be honor the truth and animals if I really love them if I really care like I say I do why would I not say it so that is what I wanted to talk about today restriction can equal expansion something to think about and maybe look at your plate a little different and that's you know one of my missions is to help help people eat more plants less meat less animal products I understand a lot of people aren't ever going to go 100%. But if I can help people see the other side of the world, see all the other doors that can be opened in the in the food that they eat, and it can be exciting and tasty and just really delicious and satisfying and all those things, it can it can alleviate some of the the, the pain that goes on in the factory farming world. So, yeah.
So I know that, too, the other thing that I was thinking, that I've got to get more involved in the advocacy of helping people see the other side. You know, I'd rather show you the other side, the delicious food that you can eat without... um, without animal products on your plate show that side and the options that are available and I know that restaurant experience last night was a lesson for me and the waitress and maybe the the people in the kitchen I don't know maybe they don't care but it was really if I didn't take the opportunity that that whole experience last night all of us at the table and in the kitchen just what does that mean because I'm not the only one I that's the thing that I sit there looking around the dining room thinking, all right, am I really one out of the 70 people here? Is that real? But it's okay. I want to help restaurants just put that one thing on the plate, just that one, not the one thing, the one thing on the menu that can satisfy the vegan that's sitting with a family full of carnivores. (laughs) Just, it's not that hard. I just, but I know that there's something that I, I got to do to help that move forward. So thanks for sticking around and listening to this. I've, like I said, I've had this going on since I had dinner last night and my mind has been racing and I, I wanted to mainly talk about, you know, thinking about your routines and um, closing some doors that you've been opening for so long and for kind of forcing yourself into walking into different doorways or different ways of looking at life or trying new things. And yeah, restriction can equal expansion. And do you agree with that? Have you restricted anything in your life and then found something brand new? Did it open other doors for you? Did it surprise you? Did it surprise you that by restricting, you you actually expanded your mind and your your life in some way? Anyways, that is the episode. Thank you so much for listening. And I'm excited to head off to Florida tomorrow to podcast, uh, PodFest, it's called. It's about podcasting and um, learning more how to be, I guess, a better podcaster. But if you speak your heart and you're talking to the, you know, you'll, you'll match your frequency. You will match what you have to say with the people on your frequency who, who want to hear it, who need to hear it, so... I'm probably going to lose some people on this um, with this episode, but I got to be brave and speak my mind. So thanks again for listening. And I hope to, I hope to connect with you real soon. Take care. Bye-bye everyone.